1: Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you all well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, serving Him with a purpose and meaning. We're honored, honored that you would take this opportunity to uh, tune us in and and let this broadcast come across your airwaves. And just a special thanks to those radio stations who find us worthy to go ahead and play this. Shouting out today to our military friends in Asia, and uh, hey, may God bless you all and our missionary friends. And thank you all. for everything you do and with me is Kevin Robb. good morning Kevin
2: good morning sir I am likewise overwhelmed with honor that anyone would, uh, yeah. would tune in and we're sure trying to be a
1: blessing yeah that's all we're trying to be folks and just trying to uh, just stand out of God's way and uh, you know we we've been doing these fourth grade riddles and before I even do the riddle this morning September 11th September 15th that week, Camp Joy in Whitewater, Wisconsin. Call Mr. Moore today. Tell him I want to come and learn about PTSD. I want to be part of the Wounded Spirits uh, Workshop Conference up there. I want to be part of what's going on. Special music, special preaching, breakouts. You need to come to that, and we need to see you September 11th through September 15th. Now, here we are with these fourth-grade riddles. So if you have a fourth-grader, I think even a second-grader may go ahead and be able to nail this bad boy. But it says... um, how did Jacob cheer on his grandson?
2: Okay. So Jacob's grandson would be, I mean, he had 12 children. So, <laughs> uh, there are a few grandkids there. I would say, um, it's the most popular one. Oh, okay. The most popular joke among the fourth grade.
1: Um, no, the most popular grandson.
2: Oh, oh, the most popular grandson. Oh my soul. Um, so I'm trying to, th- I'm drawing a blank on,
1: on a grant. Well, you got the second drums, brother. You're the Manasseh. And uh, anyway, it's not supposed to be good. Okay. Joseph's Ch- Okay, uh, Yeah. Jacob's grandson is Manasseh. It doesn't make any sense. Again, if you have a fourth grader, man, a second son. grader, you're a third the- grader. Uh, I mean, if you've been hitting the head lately, you're, you're going you're to nail that. All right.
2: And, uh, it's got to be the mansa I, I, yeah, I mean, that's. That's a stretch, but guess it. You're the man's.
1: Yeah, you're the, the man's. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll go with that. We we could talk about this all day. <laughs> I, w- I want you to know that the guy delivering isn't as a fourth grader either. But, <laughs> anyhow, we want to talk about self knowledge. So we we talked about self awareness yesterday. And some of you are saying it's the same thing. It's more than that. Self knowledge is is really. Uh, so I want to look at this in a couple ways. We want to grab self-knowledge all the time. We want to be knowledgeable of God's Word. We want to be building on that. So we want to be looking at our knowledge. So we were looking at, are we aware of these things about us yesterday? Uh, are we aware of these things we do? Now we want to take it to a point. Are, are we out there seeking self-knowledge about God? The greatest knowledge is, uh, you know, theology, the one, learning as much as we can about the one, the true and living one, the God. And uh, that's where that comes from and whatever prayer or supplication is made by man by all ye people Israel each knowing the affliction the affliction of his own heart and spreading his hands toward the house and uh, there's so much when it comes to knowledge for I know my transgressors and my sin is ever before me and and you know when we when we think of the term of self knowledge, mm-hmm. it's what I want you to do, and I, I, you know, I, I don't think as we look at these self things where. Uh, we're not trying to build this psychological Babu kind of thing, uh, but we're telling you, listen, it's very significant that every day of your life, you try to get closer to God. Every day, you learn. Every day, you 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 bring new knowledge into your brain. I, I made the comment yesterday during the broadcast, if, if you're not closer to God today than you were yesterday, you're backsliding in a way because you, and I understand some days you're sick, some days you got COVID, some days you're hanging upside down, feeling terrible, but you can see, Still pray to the true and living God, Kevin. And self knowledge is so important. Yes,
2: sir. the uh, The reality is trauma <clears throat> will will um, enhance negative things about yourself I mean, every time. Just about. I mean, guilt obviously, shame does that. Um, going through things where you feel like, man, I don't have the right to be happy again, and and you're so you're thinking, I am, I'm not um, worthy, but. Yeah. You know whatever you're going through, I think just what you said, Doug. The um, the awareness, God thoughts. <clears throat> you know, uh, also as you're thinking, I mean, as you were talking, I was thinking, salvation for me at age seventeen changed my self concept, changed my self knowledge. So how can you unlearn what you've learned? How can you unsee what you can see, what you saw? You really can't, but you can put a whole new, you know, bring in a better hope, like the Bible says, "the bringing in of a better hope did, by which we draw nigh unto God. And from the moment of salvation, you know, though I was raised, and my family was not a Christian family, they did the best they can, but there were stereotypes and prejudices that I was raised with that really caused um, me to have some... I wasn't comfortable around some situations. I wasn't comfortable around some kinds of, of people. You know, you're just, yeah. some things are ingrained in you. At the moment of salvation, I became totally erased, it seemed like. And it, it, truly it's not erased, but I became overwritten with a, a new self-knowledge that these people were good in the eyes of God for enough for him to send his son. And also, I got a new set of, uh, you know, time-stamped things from the God of eternity. You know, the, uh, Paul, uh, David said, I've, I will remember the years of the Most High. I, you know, we remember the works of God. We remember the years of God. We're talking about we're from the moment of salvation. The mind of Christ is in us. How how old is the mind of Christ? A long time. What kind of experiences and knowledge is in the mind of Christ? Eternal experiences and knowledge. And I'm not trying to be spooky. It's not that we have this Gnostic, you know, way of looking at things. But I'm saying you talk about the ability to overwhelm wrong self-knowledge Uh, David said, remember not the sins of my youth nor my transgressions. And, you know, God does that for us. Um, You know, I'm a missionary to the military, and I work a lot with PTSD in the civilian realm now too. But with the military, as I grew up, the image in my mind, the knowledge in my mind was that the military were the people out there in the Vietnam War, and I did not want to be one of them. This, the comic strip was Beetle Bailey of all things. I hated that comic strip. Everything, I mean, just the weird. Everything was weird about the military. Growing up, the moment I trusted Christ as Savior, I became appreciative of the Savior's sacrifice. Guess what came with that appreciation? An appreciation of soldier's sacrifice. And and, and I, I remember Doug, the first war movie I saw as a brand new Christian. It was called The Dirty Dozen. I watched that. I bawled like a baby when I realized these people giving their lives. And, yeah, they were convicts and stuff, and they it was either that or, you know, go to prison. But the reality is that um, I had been so overwritten in my self-knowledge that I suddenly became a lover of country, a lover of the military, a lover of every race, a lover of of, of, um, everyone else because Christ loved them.
1: Amen. You know, the Bible says in, in Proverbs fourteen eight just what Kevin's talking about, the wisdom of the prudent to understand his way, but the folly of the fools is deceit. And, and folks, whether we want to mm. hear this so or not, when we're not saved, we're fools. Mm. Kevin said, I got saved, and man, the world looked a lot different to me. When I got saved, God started preparing me for the ministry I was going in. When I got saved, things started Mm. changing in my life. And that's what our life should look like. And, you know, self-knowledge, how we can grow. Tomorrow we're going to look at self-retrospective and how significant that is and uh, moving forward with that. Well, today uh, we find ourselves continuing on with the life of Christ and uh, we find ourselves in the book of John, starting in verse eight thirty three through 41. Then answered him, we be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant to sin. And the servant abide not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me because my word have no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you do, you do that which ye have seen with your father. Then answered and said unto them, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, if ye are Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man that have told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. He's real clear out there. He's saying, listen, man, you're doing the deeds of your father. I'm doing the deeds of my father, Father God in heaven. And uh, man, that's the place to be. Once again, God is using that Old Testament law, those Old Testament rules and saying, you guys don't even get this. Hey, listen, we'll be right back.
0: Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements.
1: Well, praise God. So we look at these verses and we continue on, and, and God again reminds everybody, here's Christ, our Lord and Savior, saying, I'm giving you freedom from sin. And folks, sin is a pretty bad thing. Remember this. One sin changed the entire world. One sin ruined everything. One sin meant that we're all going to die. For the wages of sin is death. One sin changed everything. And here's the Lord and Savior standing in front of them saying, uh, you know, true freedom uh, is freedom from sin and it sets you free, and it changes your life. And then Jesus goes on again, and he's talking about his identity as the son of God, that he has his father's authority and power to set people free from sin. They want to keep going back and say, well, I'm Abraham's son. And can I tell you, we take that more at a micro level today, and we say, well, I'm so-and-so. I was raised in the church. I sat in the third row my whole life. I was there. This guy came up and hit me in the head and, and told me I wasn't going to be sick anymore. I, I mean, the things I hear, here. I mean, these some people out there are more messed up than a soup sandwich. And if you want to know how messed up a soup sandwich is, pull out a couple pieces of bread and pour a can of tomato soup over the top of it while holding <laughs> the bread in your hands, all right? It's messy. There's people out there who are messy, and, uh, and they don't understand what's going on. And then in the Jews, you know, they continuously claim to be these righteous descendants of Abraham, and they're continuously messing with God. So we've got to decide what are we going to do? Are we going to continuously claim our heredity? Are we going to continuously claim while I sat in church? Are we going to continuously claim uh, ministry steps we took? Are we going to claim that my father was saved? Are we going to claim that my mother was a prayer warrior? Or are we personally going to tune into our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and trust in him alone for the freedom of our sin? And folks, that's what this chapter is coming down to. Over and over again, Christ is saying, I get your history. I get your heredity. I get your gene pool. I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I was there at the beginning. I helped to create you. You guys are a bunch of knuckleheads. You look like soup <laughs> sandwiches. I'm offering your freedom from sin. So folks, as we live today, our freedom comes from God. Our freedom doesn't come from the U.S. flag. Our freedom doesn't come uh, from those 1.8 million people who have given their lives over time for these wonderful United States. No, no, it's more than that. Our freedom comes from God. Those one-point-something million people who went and died for our country did it because of God, Kevin.
2: Yeah. What an attitude that uh, you're describing there. The attitude of Christ is that
1: these guys are a
2: bunch of soup sandwiches. And uh, that's, that's a pretty good description of where we are as human beings. And I'm just glad, you know, it's exciting that Jesus Christ has the ability to fix it. So how do you then approach people who are in bondage? And I love verse 34. Verily, verily, I say to you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. So the servant abideth not in house forever. He came to the you know, he said, Verily, verily, you know, in other words, this is the truth. Y'all, y'all listen up. If you're a sinner, when you sin, when you do that, you become its servant. He came from the attitude of trying to help people, he had something to offer. I think that it's really an important thing. If you've been through junk, that you just. Take the view, the world around you, the worldview. We talked about self-knowledge, and let's talk about the knowledge of your role as you go into the world. Jesus is our example. We're walking in his footsteps, it says, I think, in 1 John. So as we as we go to the to the job site or we go out to to the waiting room of the clinic or whatever we're going to do today, our our privilege is to offer. A gift. So we need to be secure that we have what they need. You know, I know some people that because they've been through some junk are so hurt, they're like the lion with a thorn stuck in its paw. They're just swiping at everybody. They're just, ah, hurting people hurt people. So they're trying, you know, just, and I know a person that every time they chime in on Facebook on something, uh, it seems like that they're saying, pray for me. Everyone at work hates God and they hate me too. <laughs> That pretty well sums it up.
1: <laughs> I know people like that.
2: <laughs> and uh, a dark cloud is over their head all the time. Yeah. Well, why is that happening? Because they're going for, with the attitude, these are sinners, and my job is to tell them that. <laughs> and really, Jesus said, y'all that commit sin, you're the servant of sin. And a servant of God, his attitude, his, his approach was, this is your problem, and it's hurting you. It's messing you up. You know, the scripture says a false witness shall perish. No one wants to be that. This is in Proverbs 21, 28. But he that heareth speaketh constantly, and constantly can mean continually or consistently. But the idea is if you just go to work with an open ear and say, what are these people going through let me draw it out of them you know the bible says counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters but a man of understanding shall draw it out so counsel meaning what they're really thinking inside what's important to them let's draw it out whether for my sake or for their sake you know and so being a uh, a Christ like servant we go to these people and say let me just tell you God's got the ability to do for you what he did for me. That's all I can tell you. And uh, you're hurting yourself. I mean, I've got loved ones. I've got seven kids and grandkids and extended family aunts and uncles. And guess what? I can get a sorry attitude toward anyone. Guess what? They'll get a sorry attitude right back at me. (laughs) I don't want to be that way. Instead, I'm going to go with something to offer. And with that benevolent, Christ-like attitude. We're taking a stand against sin, but we're doing it in a way that's offering them the way out because we're just sinners ourselves.
1: That's it. That's it, folks. And, you know, the Jews in here, they're they are claiming to be these righteous descendants, but they have hypocrisy. They're, you know, they're deceiving themselves, self-deception, whatever you want to call it. And here they are, and they're talking to the, the God of all that, the judge of all that, the, the Holy One. And he's sitting there saying, you better get this right. And I like the way Kevin talked about, you know, we can get hurt. We can get messed up. We can get dragged through the ringer. People can mess us up and we can let our lives turn into just, uh, you know, we can be Eeyore's, on winnie the pooh all right (laughs) you know we can walk around with our chins dragging off i had a friend of mine this guy was the most negative human being i ever met in my entire life i mean he was so negative we we let this guy watch our golden retriever and i think our golden retriever tried to commit suicide (laughs) he ran out in front of a car and i told i told the dog you'll never have to put up with him again (laughs) i i Folks, don't be golden retriever killers. Don't do it. Get out there and love We No Eeyores needed. We want Tiggers uh, yeah. that, that are bouncy, flouncy, pouncy, full of fun, fun, fun. The most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. Be that person. You know, authentic faith uh, true children of Abraham, they got Christ. They got God. Authentic faith for us gets Christ, gets God. Authentic faith for us in our worst times, uh, God allows us to be at our best. It makes no sense. But when you plug into God, when you plug into that Holy Spirit, God allows us to be bubbly. He allows us to be fervent in spirit. It doesn't yes. make sense. You go visit people in the hospital and they're like, they meet you in the hallway and they're like, hey, preacher, listen, I want to tell you guys before you go in there, this person has like 20 minutes to live i literally had that happen in my life mm. i walked into the room and i said hey dear brother how are you he said, man i get to see jesus in about 15 minutes I'm, he said i'm wound up tight i'm so excited i've waited my whole life for this you know i stand there i mean tears are running down my face i got snot somewhere down around my gig line there at the belt and here's a guy t- that's what that's what authentic faith does for you yeah and uh that's what we need today folks we need the authentic faith where we believe in god where we trust in god and i mean we work with knuckleheads don't get me wrong we work with people who bring us down you know go to walmart go to publix go wherever it is you go you're going to run into people that'll bring you down you got an option am i eeyore am i going to be tigger Mm -hmm. if you're tigger you're going to be bouncy flouncy pouncy full of god 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 (laughs) and uh, fill up with god authentic faith Equals a great life, folks. Authentic faith and discipleship equals somebody who can smile in the worst of times. Somebody who trusts God when the world is upside down. Somebody who can bounce back from any ditch. Somebody who can just stand in front of their enemy and smile. Let me tell you something, folks. We love this opportunity to come out and be part of your day. And listen, when you go out today with that smile that only God can give you, know that we love you and are praying for you.
0: Understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us.